Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From a musty cave within Meltdown Comics, it's two packs a week with me, Jeffrey Golden. Welcome to Two Packs a Week, the trading card comedy show. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Every week we find crazy, weird, retro, vintage, other adjectives, trading cards. We open them up and see what we got inside. And every week I'm always so fortunate to be joined by hilarious, funny guests and this week is certainly no exception. In fact, it's the opposite of an exception. If anything, this week proves the rule. This week proves the rule. If anything. This is the week that proves the rule. <laughs> And as you can already hear, if you're familiar with his voice because you listen to the Biggest Problem in the Universe maybe. podcast, maybe you listen to uh, some of the Max Fun podcasts like Jordan Jesse Go. He's a guest on those shows. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've seen him on The Nerdist. Yeah. Or maybe you saw him as the best man at my wedding. Ah, maybe you did if you were lucky enough to go. <laughs> if you were lucky, it was a great wedding. It was a pretty good wedding. Made greater by this guy being my best man. Frank Miller. That's right. <laughs> we're all talking about awful racist Frank Miller. Hello. We're, we're talking about Asterios Coconut. Ah, look. Okay. Hi. I'm Asterios Coconut. Jeffrey and I are best friends from college. Now, if you uh, know Asterios, then you know that Asterios is a guy with a bag of tricks. I do. Asterios has brought with him a very special guest, making this the first two packs a week episode with two guests. I'm going to try to figure it out. Folks, we're eight episodes in. Already we're breaking the format. We're breaking the rules. <laughs> she is a marvel on the Twitter. This is a new comedy platform. Comedians are finding their voices on Twitter, and our guest is no exception. Ladies and gentlemen, Sangeeta Rysam. Hey. <laughs> and you can follow her at, at El Sangito. Straight out of Asterios' bag. That's right. And you can follow Asterios at Asterios. That's right. A-S-T-E-R-I-O-S. That's right. You can follow me at Jeffrey Golden, G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y-G-O-L-D-E-N. But this isn't a Twitter handle podcast. It certainly isn't. This is not that. This is a podcast about opening crazy trading cards. Let me ask you, Sangita, are you a trading card fan? Did you ever have trading cards growing up as a Kim? I didn't. My older brother did. He collected Marvel cards. My brother would make me buy them in order for him to get the Silver Surfer card. Wait, <laughs> well, you mean he would make you spend your money? Mm-hmm. Your older brother bullied you into buying him Marvel cards? Yeah. <laughs> your older brother sounds like he's the worst. Are we, are we wrong in that Tell assessment? Tell more shit about your older brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, dish, I was just like, dish. dish the dirt. I was just desperate for him to like me, and I just oh. thought that would be my ticket into being cool. Uh, Marvel cards is my ticket to being cool, according to 
my nerd ass self. So. <laughs> Look, I know that I'm not supposed to be sad. That just made me very sad. Yeah. That you're trying to impress your older. Oh my god, poor Sankita. You might call yourself the sadder surfer. <laughs> the packs that we're opening up today, one of them was a special request. From Mysterios. The other one was a Christmas present that my wife Amanda and I bought for Mysterios. Mm-hmm. One is the Babylon 5 collectible card game trading cards. This is a deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. It's a booster pack. It costs $1.95, and it's from Precedence. You know what? There is precedence for going bankrupt, which the <laughs> Precedence Company did shortly after releasing the Babylon 5 card game. Was this their final journey into space? Yeah, they didn't come back from that black hole. Oh, no. Yep. These are Denny's, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey in theaters December 14th, www.thehobbit.com <laughs> trading cards. Now, Asterios, yeah. you are an expert at the Denny's Hobbit menu. I've enjoyed a gobble <laughs> melt or two. I believe you're being modest, sir. Oh, my. Tell us a little bit about your experience with the Denny's Hobbit menu. Okay. Your well, unique experience. Look, I would go to Denny's all the time, constantly, just alone. To enjoy the Denny's Hobbit menu, I don't know why I got so into this menu. I totally got into the Hobbit coffee. It was like they just melted a Snickers bar. And they're like, <laughs> you like, don't want coffee when you order coffee. You want hot chocolate. Yes. And if you order hot chocolate, you want cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the moment where I realized that like I might have a problem with Hobbit coffee was when... I asked for like my fourth refill, and the and they were like the manager is cutting you off. I'm absolutely not kidding. And I was like, "What are you talking about? I'm getting cut off." And they were like, "Well, we're not supposed to give free refills, and we've already given you two free refills, and even that is kind of pushing it." And the lady was like, "I'm so so sorry." And she I was, was so apologetic. She was super apologetic. And I was like, "Let me talk to your manager." She's like, okay. And so the manager comes out and he's like, he's like, we've given you a lot of Hobbit coffee. <laughs> this stuff is precious. This stuff is precious. It's precious as Smeagol's precious. The regular coffee costs us five cents. It, it this bet. costs us seven cents. Yeah. So, You're breaking our balls, Asterios. <laughs> You're breaking my balls. <laughs> and so I was like, come on. I 100% said this. I said, like, come on. I need this. Talk about the desolation of your expectations. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then he gave me a free refill, and he was like, all right, but this is the last one. (laughs) Guests get to decide which cards they want. Now, with the Hobbit cards, it's not one pack of Hobbit cards. There's one card in, I think, every pack. These things are the thinnest trading card packs. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have ten packs of Hobbit trading cards, each with one card in them, I'm assuming. So who wants what? One, four, and seven. One, three, four. Come on, Gandalf. Sangita? Um, You're going to choose uh, Babylon 5 or the remaining Hobbit cards? I'll have the remaining Hobbit cards. The, I've never seen Babylon 5. I'll open my cards first. All right, let's get that to audio. Foley. This is the real deal here. 
let's start by uh, reading the Babylon 5 let's cards. Do it. All right. Asterius, you are an expert at uh, Babylon 5, so you're going to help us out here as we figure out what we got ourselves into. So I've got the Drazzy Sunhawk. There are two ships, actually. One looks like a dildo, uh-huh, yep. a little dildo-y there. The other one is like a lava ship, like a big bulbous dinosaur egg, but that's also a ship. This is a non-aligned fleet. Yep. Means anyone can play them. The Centauri, the Narn. Well, when you play the Babylon 5 customizable card game, you have to pick a faction. Right. So why don't we just say you're Earth Gov? They're the easiest faction. They're the humans. I love Earth. Earth is the bad guys, by the way. Oh. Sorry. Thanks, They don't start out as the bad guys. President Clark goes mad with power. Assassinates President Santiago. (laughs) Well, any player may sponsor this fleet at double the normal influence cost. Mm Mm-hmm. So, great. I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to play Drazi Sunhawk. All right, you're down to 18 influence. Oh, here's uh, Sandra Hiroshi. <gasps> Is she good? She's a bad guy. Oh, uh, yeah. She's kind of got this expression that makes me think that she's given up on you as a player. <laughs> and she thinks, oh, I'm really stuck in a bad hand here. Events played by you that target Sandra Hiroshi are played at minus three influence cost. Now that's great. Okay. So minus three influence. So if I play that now, I get those influence points totally. that I'm, no, no. I'm pretty sure true. I do. No. <laughs> pretty sure that's how the game works. It's an influence rebate. It's okay. Not, she's not an influence producer. So if you play, like, I'll play an event on her. Let's play Forces Collide. It requires three shadow marks to play, and I'll spend them. We're friends. All right. Uh, Target one enhancement, apply influence equal to the cost of the enhancement, plus one Vorlon mark to play the card, discard the enhancement. I like that even you're confused uh, by this card. You, somebody who has uh, played the Babylon 5 I, card game. I had game. the entire collection, and I don't know. Well, listen, okay, when forces well, listen. collide, <laughs> anything can happen. <laughs> well, this requires an enhancement to be present on Hiroshi, and because at presently she's currently unenhanced, this card is nullified. It can't be played. So I just wasted everyone's time, and I'm sorry. Well, I'm glad you're sorry. <laughs> Sankita, you've got a card there. What do you got? What do you got? I got extended contacts. Oh. I am meeting you for the first time right now, mm-hmm. and I'm meeting you through a stereo. So that would make you an extended contact. Indeed. Please continue. <laughs> so, rotate and target a character. That character gains plus two intrigue while this group remains rotated. Well, you're doing a good job on the show, so I'm plus two intrigued by extended contact. Yeah. Um, then, then the smaller print, it says, news spreads fast in any small community, even a giant space station like Babylon 5. Rumors are quickly misinterpreted and can get out of hand if action is not taken immediately. When I think of a spaceship, I think of that as being a place where news would travel fast, even regardless of the size. Uh, No? uh, Babylon 5 is five miles long. It's like the size of Boston. Oh, yeah, that's a city. You're saying this is Boston the spaceship. You know the spaceship on Boston's first album? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that. (laughs) Oh, it's that spaceship. It's that spaceship. Asterios, close us out on Babylon okay, 5. let me see if I can find my best card. Um, 
because these are all so terrible. <laughs> we course. didn't get any good cards. What would be the best Babylon Captain 5? Captain Sheridan. <laughs> they named the hotel after her. Hello, Captain Sheridan. You've stayed at a Sheridan hotel? That guy. <laughs> That's the guy. Literally anybody, anything would be better than these. I've got a colonial fleet. It's got a weapons rating of four, but it's got an influence cost of four. What's the influence cost of the Drazi Warhawk? Why, the influence cost is, I believe, a four. It's a four, but if you're playing as EarthGov, the Minbari, the Narn, or the Centauri, it's an eight. Because you have to spend double the influence to play it. No, it's not. It's what it says! <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just immediately distrusted you. I just assumed that you were making stuff up. You could be saying anything, this and I would believe you. This is the one time I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I know. It's because we're talking about something very important. Babylon 5, colon, <laughs> the customizable card game, colon, deluxe edition. Consider me plus two intrigued. There you go! Yay. I know what we can do. Ooh, what's that? Let me just pretend to open something better. You don't have to pretend, Asteria. What? We have ten oh. packs of Hobbit, the what? Denny's Hobbit card. Now, Security Chief Garibaldi, <laughs> when did you get here? Oh, yay! Garibaldi's here. How's Let it me... going? I'm a Garibaldi. I'm a Garibaldi. <laughs> you will come to my ice cream shot at Garibaldi's. Yeah. Very fancy, expensive ice creams for you. I don't want you racing the pod. I'm a Garibaldi. You and your pod races. Uh, I hate you so much. Let's Robert open cards. up some Hobbit cards. Let's go on an unexpected journey. This is the most relaxing podcast I've ever been on. I would do this without microphones. <laughs> what about the Relax Cast starring Jonah Ray? Very, very stressful. Jonah, Jonah Ray constantly gives you performance notes. Oh, son of a bitch! Yeah, he's just like, I need your breathing to be deeper, Astaire. No, he's <laughs> like, you know, dude, it's, it's could you breathe like deeper, like kind of like we're breathing? Like it's okay if you can't. Yeah, can you get with the program here <laughs> <laughs> a little bit? So, how many cards come in a pack? Two cards and a coupon. What I'm hoping is that there are pictures of the Hobbit menu items on any of these cards. We're going to need to open more packs <laughs> to find out. I drew Radagast the Brown. Radagast the Brown, I believe, is an adventurer in Bilbo's party. But here's how I know about Radagast the Brown. <laughs> Go on. Because of the Radagast pancake puppies that you can get <laughs> in the Denny's Hobbit menu. Are they brown? No. Like, is that's, they... what I, that's the thing. They were called Radagast... Red velvet pancake puppies. Why weren't they brown? He's red. Why weren't there's, they chocolate? There's plenty of brown foods at Denny's. Denny's is mostly brown food. You're not wrong. <laughs> Guess what color regular pancake puppies are? Brown. They could have just made regular pancake puppies <laughs> called the Radagast the Browns panka chocolate pancake puppies. What were no. they thinking? But you know what? In my heart of hearts, those red velvet pancake puppies tasted better. And so I'm glad that they sacrificed logical branding for taste. Seke, what, what, what do you got? I'm so sorry. I'm oh, talking um, too much. It's all good. I have Thorin Oakenshield. He was the leader in the company of dwarves when they were going to take the mountain from the dragon. Which uh, they didn't do in this movie. Um, it took them another movie to do that, right? I haven't seen, actually, the Hobbit movies. I've only, like, read the book. Wait, 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 wait. Seriously, have you seen the Hobbit movies? Yeah, I saw the second one. I fell asleep. I <laughs> so like the menu. So I don't like the movies. That's great. So, first of all, none of us have seen any of the Hobbit movies. No, they're terrible. But, Sengita, you have eaten off the Hobbit menu, right? <gasps> um, Have I? Uh, Gosh. I'm not sure if I have. Have you had Gandalf's Gobble Melt? No, I haven't. Okay, okay have I'm you checking that off. Okay, I'm checking, checking that, that off. Have you had Bilbo's Breakfast Feast? 
no, I have a very limited diet, so I, it's, this is not something that would feasibly be a thing. <laughs> What's like one thing that you would generally get at a Denny's? Like orange juice. You've probably had <laughs> Rudolph the Red. <laughs> so, I've had Ron Howard's fucking Ron, Denny's pancake cookies. Yeah. Really good. Well, really well Peter, Peter Jackson. Oaken Shield always reminds me of Paul Oakenfold, the DJ. <laughs> Get all the hobbits to dance all night to this DJ. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, a story uh, I'd surprise. I'll tell you who I've got here. Radagast the Brown. I have also have Radagast the Brown. Yeah, Disappointing pull, isn't it? I think there's going to be a lot of duplicates. <laughs> I have a feeling. They didn't make a thousand of these cards. <laughs> I think they made five of these cards. <laughs> yeah, the coupon all say collect all 12, and we have like 12 million of these packs here. <gasps> all right, let's... This might be the first podcast where we've collected the whole set live on the air. That may very well be all the right. case. i got to open more packs. I also have a collect all 12. It features two limited edition cards that would be hard to get on the cover. So they wasted a card telling me that we could get other cards. <laughs> but it. I can also use this to get a free beverage with purchase of an entree. When does it expire? Not valid with any other coupons. Coupon is no cash flow. Wait. Oh. There's no expiration date on this. We can use these tonight. And That's I, incredible. That's actually. There is no expiration date on these cards. Oh, my God, we have to podcast ourselves arguing with some poor waitress about how we deserve. <laughs> you bet. That's where we're headed. All right, everybody put the coupons in the middle here. Okay. Now, I have a different coupon. My coupon oh, says coupon? $5 off any check of $25 or more. Hmm. Good. No substitutions. That's not a bad deal. No, that's great. This one's 20% of money- off an entire guest check. Yeah. Look, the amount of money I spend at Denny's. Are there more kinds of coupons than there are card collectibles? I believe I, we are going to end up with more coupons I think somehow. So. I think you are 100% right. Wait, right. this coupon says free pancake puppies with purchase of an entree. <gasps> <laughs> These are simultaneously the best and worst cards we've ever opened. <laughs> we can have show. extremely cheap meals 24 hours, so forever, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Every time we go to Denny's, now we have to present these. So long, food stamps. Hello, <laughs> Hobbit cards. Yay. Sengir, what do you got? Oh, this one is Bullen, the weird, crazy bearded dude. Is a dwarf lord of noble descent, one of the oldest members of the company of dwarves, uh, you know, wise and gentle, one of the closest advisors. He just looks like one of those dudes from those crazy beard contests you kind of see once in a while <laughs> online from, you know, somebody sharing some crazy content online. It's one of those videos where they take a picture of themselves every day and then their beard grows a little bit by little bit and eventually they become a wizard from a Hobbit movie. Exactly. That's how everybody in the Shire looks like. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I think they would do that if they had that technology in the Shire. They're very egocentric. I also have Balin, but I want to call him Balin. It's spelled Balin. Balin. I want to call him Balin. Balin. I have Balin as well. I'm looking at his beard Sengit is not kidding. If you put like a bunch of little plastic toy skiers in his beard, it would work. It would look like they were like skiing down a slope. His beard is so weirdly crafted. A, it would work, and B, he would never notice. (laughs) (laughs) He would just go on with the rest of his hobbit day, not realizing what's up. I finally got a good card. I got Gollum. Once a hobbit-like creature named Smeagol, Gollum's body and soul have been poisoned by the power of a plain gold ring that he has kept hidden in a deep in a dark cavern within the Misty Mountains. Unaware of the true power of the nature of this ring, 
Gollum only knows that it is more quote precious quote to him than life itself. In a Hobbit wedding, okay, which there must be like tons of those. people must do that, right? They do minions weddings. If they do minions weddings, they do Hobbit weddings. They do Hobbit men. So they all must have business with the ring, right? Like it's all has to be like Gollum is your ring bearer, oh. and he doesn't want to give up the ring, right? Oh, that's hilarious. But they're like, well, we gotta get married. Wow, and then, even that premise is quite precious. <laughs> thank you. There's like a ton of ring. It's the one ring rules the other rings. Right. There's a bunch of magic rings, a.k.a. groomsmen and bridesmaids presents. Right. They all get rings. They all get rings, but the one ring to rule them all is placed on the bride's finger. Oh, that's very romantic. And on the inside, you can have little things inscribed, kind of like when they threw the one ring in the fire and it had all that, like, creepy runes on it. (laughs) I just wanted to say, Krishna, what? Oh, shit! What? Look, I got Bilbo Baggins, motherfuckers! Hey. Hey. I got Bilbo. <laughs> Bilbo definitely has a gold border, which the other... Anyone else got a gold bordered card here? I got a Bilbo. Well, What's the gold border, Bilbo? You got the gold This border. is a limited edition card. Does yours say limited edition on it? No. It's just... Didn't think so, Sankita. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be careful with this. Guys, do we have more trading cards? No. I don't. Did you open up all your packs? I did. Did you open up all your packs? Yeah. Guys, you know what that means. No, don't be sad, Asterios. Mm. It's time for trades. Oh, it's okay. It's time for trades. All right. I've got a woman, a strong, independent, fierce woman by the name of Sandra Hiroshi. A strong female character. A strong will. female character. Yeah. And I'm wondering if she is a strong enough female character to get that gold Absolutely <laughs> not. I know. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, someone else propose a trade. Would you rather have a strong female character or would you rather be Bullen? <laughs> oh, he does have a terrific beard. All right, yeah, I'll do it. I'll trade Sancho for Bullen. Here you know, we go. I mean, that is a sharp beard. Now, Singita. Yes. We got to get that gold Bilbo. You might actually have to put cash on the table for this limited edition Bilbo. I don't know, man. Paul Oakenfold? He's got some hits that are pure gold. <laughs> like, like that Ready Steady Go song that's like... <laughs> Jeffrey, you don't actually know the yeah. Ready Steady Go song. You're just making music. That's not how it goes. Hey, my name is Paul Oakenfold. That's not Hanging out with my friend Moby. Okay, I'm going to do something. I don't know if it's been done a lot on the show, but I'm going to ask Mason to price out limited edition Hobbit menu Bilbo Baggins. Gold border. Mason, our Super engineer. rare. <laughs> and I'm going to propose one last trade. All right. For me. Okay. No, wait. Hold on. I want to get that gold. I was going to do something else, but I'm like, you know what? That's, but that gold Bilbo cannot stand. I'll give it to you for $10. No, I'm not giving you $10. Why? Do you I, want it? I want it a lot. Yeah, I know how much you want it. That's why I want to trade... Something that's invaluable for it. Asterios, how long have we worked together? Over 15 years. Longer than we haven't been working together. That's very true. So, Asterios, would you say you value our working relationship? Which is the name of this <laughs> Babylon Five. <laughs> oh my god. If you truly value our 
working relationship, you will trade it for that gold bill bag. Look, card. I, look, I, how much did we determine? $5.25. Five, well, well, Wait, how much influence cost is this? <laughs> I don't know. Let me see. Okay, hold go. on. Working relationship. Target your ambassador and choose a race other than your own. Your ambassador can sponsor characters of that race at negative two influence cost. Oh, this is probably the rare in the pack. Yeah. Because if I'm the Minbari, I can target Ambassador Delenn and choose the Narn. Guess who's on my team now? Jakar. And me, Jeffrey Golden, who you have a working relationship with. I don't know if I trust the Earth Gov. <laughs> Asterios I, uh, has an amazingly hilarious zine. Two zines. The enemies of 20-something Mega Man and the enemies of 20-something Mega Man 2 at uh, Devastator Press. Yeah, you can go to devastatorpress.com slash Mega Man 2. You can buy both of my comics. It's these 12-page mini-comics. What I did was I made up a bunch of Mega Man villains based on the awful people we meet in our 20s. So <laughs> Mega Man has to fight, uh, casually brings up his celebrity friends man, nonchalant cocaine-use man, Really hardcore about karaoke, man. <laughs> Won't stop talking about his open marriage, man. Uh, all based on real people Jeffrey and I know. Yay. <laughs> we are. Uh, and again, you go to devastatorpress.com slash megaman2. Pick them up. Digital copies are a book. Print copies are five. And it helps me out a little bit. It helps everybody in the world. But it's not. The money doesn't go to charity. The no, money goes to. Not. The author and to the publisher. Yeah, definitely. And that would be me. Anyway, <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks so much, great. guys. That was Holy hilarious. This Thank was so you. Fun. Two Packs a Week was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevere. Logo by Kenny Kyle. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs a Week, that's T W O, and me at Jeffrey Golden, that's Jeffrey with the G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics at 7522 Sunset. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for y'all to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.